Hey tribe, welcome back to Centered Sunday with the Resilient Me. Yes, we made it to 2020 and I am so excited to be here. So I don't know how you guys brought in 2020, but my 2020, <laughs> I brought it in with tears. Okay, but it was good tears. I was just like, there are times in my life, I don't know about you guys, if you ever really think back, I didn't think I was going to make it this far. <laughs> like, I'm being very honest and very serious. Like, there are times where I've had serious situations in my life where I was like, I'm going to die young. Like, I just thought, I thought it was going to happen and it didn't. And I thank God that it didn't. And I saw 2020 come on in and I was, I had a holy week of gratefulness upon my heart as the new year began. So, Comment below, share with me, let me know how you brought your, your new year in. I want to hear what you guys did. I sure, I'm sure you did something exciting and fun stuff. Um, but I had just a whole moment of spontaneous gratefulness. I mean, like that's, that's the best, right? When out of nowhere, you minding your own business, you might be having a good time. You might not even be having a good time. This happened to me in the car before. And just the gratefulness and thankfulness that you are, that you have in your heart for how far you've come or Sometimes I have gratefulness for things that I don't even know are going to happen. And I just start like thanking God and, and, and um, just allowing that feeling of greatness to expand and be released into my future. But actually, I'm not here to talk about that today. <laughs> today, we're going to talk about how we are going to process 2019. So if you were like me, you probably spent the end of the year while everybody was saying 2020 vision and writing their end of the year reviews out and sharing all of their stuff that they've learned. Maybe you were like me, you spent it with family, with friends, laughing, talking, eating good food, and just having a moment to pause and to relax. Listen, 2019's not going anywhere. It's done. So I wasn't in like a super rush to like process and like understand every single thing that happened and articulate that and then come up with new goals. Like there's a time and a season for everything. And the most important thing that you need to have in periods of wisdom is to know the difference of a season and then that the last couple weeks it was just for me to enjoy myself so that's not to knock anybody who was ahead of the game because shout out to you you already know what you're going to do for 2020 but for those of us that don't know i'm your girl i got you covered so i want to share this particular aspect because i have experienced years i mean at least three four five years in a row that almost felt like they were exactly the same as the previous year. So let me tell you what I used to do. So um, the end of the year would come, we'd have our big celebration, the beginning of the year, um, my dad would always ask us like, what are your goals for the year? So as a family, we would write them down. He'd be like, what are your goals personally? What are your goals in education? What are your goals uh, spiritually? And we'd write them down and we share them and, and we chat. But that's where I would stop. And so I'd write down seven to 10 goals that I wanted to accomplish for the year. And then I would think somehow magically or haphazardly, I was going to accomplish these goals. And then the next year, he'd ask us, pull out your goals from the previous year and then write new goals. Well, I was like, ain't no point in me writing new goals. Seven or eight of the goals I had from the previous year didn't get accomplished. So... I would just roll. You you know how we used to have like rollover minutes? I would just have rollover goals. Like my goals would just roll over to the next year. And then I'd do the same exact thing. 
knock off one or two things. And I didn't understand, like, why wasn't I seeing results? Like, I felt like I felt like I was working hard, but it's like we go into default mode and we and we have an intention to actually get things accomplished. But when it comes to actually articulating a plan that goes from a list of goals to actually indicating execution, there's like this gap that wasn't happening for me. But don't worry, I got you covered for this entire month. We are talking about goals. Yes. But today, in order for us to process um, our year, I want us to actually take some time before we jump into 2020 and try and create these spectacular, sexy, shiny, bomb goals. We need to process 2019. So what I've done for you, click the link above, guys and girls, and make sure you get the end of the year review worksheet that I created for you. Now, it's only, uh, what is today? The 4th? The 5th? I think today's the 5th. It's only January 5th. We've only been out of 2019 for five days. So listen, this is more than worth your time. Okay, so I'm going to show you the first page that I created here. I actually created this format from a friend who um, shared their process with me. And I thought like, oh, this would be really nice for Resilient Me. So this is what I created. All right, so the first thing you have here, we're just going to walk through the worksheet today, um, is the accomplishments. So in the accomplishments section, I want you to think about all the things that you've accomplished, whether you, I mean, it could be small, it could be big, whether you lost five pounds, whether you um, were healthy most of, the, most of the year as far as your eating habits were concerned, if you got promoted, um, anything like that, put them in there. If it was something as simple as I read a book, three books last year, put that down too. That's a good accomplishment. If it's something that you wanted to accomplish that you didn't do in the previous year, but you did it last year, put it in there. Then the next thing we have is big events. So that could be maybe you purchased a house. Uh, maybe you cleaned up your credit and now you have like 700 credit. Uh, maybe you had a baby. Uh, maybe you are started your business. Any of those things, put that in your big events section. Now, in the next section, you have most proud of. What you want to put in your most proud of is you want to think of your accomplishments and your big events and say, out of this list that I created here, what am I most proud of? Now, for me, last year was like the first year I didn't really have a workout partner. And before, he and I used to work out like four days a week. Um, in the uh, 2018, we used to work out four days a week and we did that for like a year and like 10 months, almost 12 months. Um, and then my schedule shifted and we weren't able to work out together. So we tried to do it a couple times at the beginning of 2019, but it really just didn't work out. So I had to learn how to become consistent on my own and find my own rhythm without him, which was a big deal because I used to let him lead all the workouts and I just show up, which was so easy. It's so nice. Right. And I didn't even have to pay him. Like we were just friends. <laughs> it was like having my own coach for free. So I had to learn how to become my own coach, be consistent and and find my own workouts and not give up. And that was a huge accomplishment for me for last year to be able to say that I, at a minimum, have worked out three times a week unless I worked myself so hard that I was so sore that I couldn't do it. Um, there were a couple times I overdid it, for sure. Um, where if I was like really, really sick, like if I had a bad migraine or like sick or whatever, which was only like three or four times. So I may have missed like a total of like maybe five workouts for the entire year, which is like, huge when you talk about working out on your own so that will be one of the things that i'm most proud of i also released my journal the reset journal 
major accomplishment right there so excited like I'm building up to writing my book and releasing it but you know baby steps journal is beautiful I've gotten some positive feedback I should probably share that um uh on our next center Sunday um and then we have most challenging so here you want to talk about things that you may have struggled with uh me and sugar me and sugar we gotta break up we can't be friends we can't be booze like me and sugar need to break up so that was probably my most challenging thing like it does you no good to work out three times a week and you're eating chocolate cookies and ice cream gosh it tastes so good ginger snaps i know some people don't like that but i do okay um it's icky and chocolate chip cookies cupcakes y'all know y'all know so that that kind of was my struggle for 2019 that um i need to get that under control in one point and how am i different so after you look at your accomplishments you look at your big events the things you're most proud of and your most challenging moments you want to think about how am i different I have to say that last year with the passing of my grandfather, I'm trying not to get emotional thinking about this. Um, one of the things that I learned about myself, how I'm different, I didn't, I didn't fully understand or realize like how much of a father my grandfather was to me. And seasons where I thought like I didn't have a dad or I didn't have a father, like I realized like he was a father to me. So last year changed for me because Areas where I felt that I was unhealed or where I felt that I wasn't covered, I realized that I was truly covered like I've always been covered. So that's one of the things I learned in 2019. Gosh, I did not expect all these tears to be falling. <laughs> one of the things I learned in 2019 that made me different, that I was able to embrace parts of my story that I thought were harsh or hard as far as like growing up as a child. So... Put that down right there. And then we also have um, personal struggles. So I would say uh, most challenging was sugar because sugar didn't always win. But as far as like a personal struggle, like things that really stretched to me. I mean, stretched me. I'm going to tell you one thing. It was my mouth and it had to do with my work ethic. Um, sometimes when you are in the workplace, you may have a drive and a vision and an idea of like, I want to do this. It's going to be great. I'll make it work. It's going to be phenomenal. Right. And you thinking like everybody's going to be on board with that and everybody's not on board. Everybody don't want to work like you. They don't want to create new ideas and challenge old concepts. And so it was like finding Finding that balance so I don't piss off too many people um, and still being able to be fulfilled at work as well. So that was one of my, I failed a couple times. Like I have a group that I have shared my personal struggles with and I would tell them like, y'all pray for me. I just said, <laughs> he put it in the group chat. Like, I can't believe I just said that to him. Oh God, forgive me. Anywho, that was one of my personal struggles. So I think I would put that in this section of things that I probably need to work on. Now, the second page of the sheet looks like this. Things I've lo learned and want to master. Projects completed in progress. Future things to start, stop, and continue. So in the things I've learned section, this is where I want you to spend 
a good amount of time, lessons that you've learned about yourself. So one thing I've noticed as I was telling you how I go from year to year to year and I keep rolling over my goals and not getting, you know, much accomplished, maybe knocking out one or two. Um, I understand now that process is extremely important and what we don't process, we repeat. So process your year, process 2019, figure out what you learned so you don't have to learn it again in 2020, right? These, that's why I said things I want to learn, things I learned and want to master. Just because I learned it doesn't mean that I mastered it. Just because I learned how to be quiet doesn't mean that I've mastered holding my tongue in appropriate times and seasons, okay? So <laughs> you want to put that right here in this section. Um, and then the next part, projects you've completed. Um, I'm trying to think of a project that I completed. Well, I mean, besides the resilient me, I'm talking about personal stuff. Um, oh, I decluttered. So I think y'all decluttered with me last year. Oh my God. I decluttered this horrendous closet. I decluttered my basement, which was a hot mess. So those are projects that I've completed. And then a project that may be in progress. I still got some areas that I need to declutter. I actually decluttered and rearranged my entire um, living room when we did that challenge last year. But there's still some more spaces that need to be decluttered. So that could be something that I could be that could be in progress. And then in the future, um, some of you guys that have been to my house know. <laughs> I have had test paint strips up on the wall of colors that I wanted to have painted in my kitchen and I have not done it and it's been two years. So that might be something that I put in the future and put like an actual date on it so I don't have a, a default um, with the same color in there. Okay, anyway, things to start. Um, one thing that I've challenged myself on this year is that I want to dive deeper um, into the word of God and understanding the Old Testament and the New Testament. So I've bought several books on that. So that's that's one thing I want to start. I want to, I want to become a better student of what I believe in. And I think that goes for um, all of us. Anything that you choose to attach yourself to and say, this is what I believe, this is my foundation, this is, this is uh, how I choose to live my life, this is going to be my lifestyle, you need to be a student of that and know it and know it well so that you are able to have a guide in tough situations or if you need insight or if you need direction on decisions like knowing what you believe and why you believe it having core values standards and beliefs makes a huge difference when it comes time to compromise the more you know the better you are prepared and things i need to stop uh you can list i'm trying to think of something that i need to stop doing um I can say that I've been having a bit of an issue as of late. I think once the winter season starts, it's harder and harder for me to get out of my bed. I don't know if you guys understand what Chicago weather is like, okay? I'm not excited to go outside to go to work. So one of the things I need to stop doing is just like laying in the bed to the last minute. I know I need exactly 15, 20 minutes to shower, get dressed, grab my lunch, and get out the door. And so you're in like this, this rush, this hurried state. It eliminates my devotion time. The time that I wanted to dedicate to reading and studying and journaling is all eaten up because I'm laying in the bed. It makes me feel less productive. I already feel like I'm starting my day at a deficit. So that's one of the things I would write that I need to stop. And then one of the things that I would like to continue, I would like to continue working out three times a week. I think that is a 
um, a goal that I was able to achieve that has made a positive impact on my life. I've been able to manage quite a few things in that area. And I have some other things that I want to be able to continue with my business, which is doing Center Sunday. Um, so it's gotten better for me, but I remember in the beginning, it just would, it would take me so long, you guys, to come up with concepts to talk about and to have some type of notes or to even create stuff for you guys. Like I created this in like 20 minutes. So I just want you to take some time to review your year. Do not please listen to me. Listen to me, please, please listen, Linda. Do not kick off 2020 going into your sunrise and you have not taken the time to evaluate 2019. We're not doing that as resilient women, okay? What we are going to do is metabolize 2019 and I got some sexy stuff coming up for you for setting your goals for 2020 vision party coming up thank you for all the ladies that responded and let me know that you were interested and how much you would pay i got a treat coming up for y'all lots of work for me but a treat coming up for you and i'm so excited like i enjoy sharing all this stuff with you i appreciate every single woman i just want to thank everybody that's re supported the resilient me who've shared who've liked who've subscribed to the youtube channel also fantastic news podcast coming out Yes, this week. So with the podcast, for now, it's not going to be anything like a, a different topic than what I share on Center Sunday. For those of you that like the Center Sunday, but you're like, I don't really have the time to watch it every single week, but I would consume it a lot quicker if I could just hear the audio version of that. This is what you're going to get. You're welcome. Some people have actually, some people actually be like, have you considered putting Centered Sunday on a podcast? Because it'd be a lot easier for me to just listen to this because watching it is not always, you know, the easiest thing to do. So I completely understand that. I'm one of those people who like to listen to audible, aud uh, excuse me, audible books as well. I don't even know how many audible books I listened to last year, way more than I actually read. I try to read a book a month, but my audible books seem to go a lot faster because you can do it when you're working out. You know what? Let me say focus. <laughs> so podcast is coming out this week. I will send you an email. Please get on the list. I have so many great and exciting things coming out this year for the resilient me. I love you guys and let's have a great week. Peace.